This is Healing Through Love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. So today I thought I'd talk a little bit about breakups, which suck, right? Uh, I think everybody has been through a breakup at some point or another in their lives. Um, And I know for myself, I've been through quite a few. Some of them, you know, really good, really mutual. I was able to kind of like move past it kind of quickly. Um, But a lot of them were very, very challenging, very difficult to kind of um, get over and, you know, process in a, in a way that was healthy and still in line with like my healing kind of journey. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit, I'm going to talk less about how people broke up with me and more so this is going to be a reflection on my behavior, like how I was during breakups. Um, some of the sort of, I call them like self-poisoning habits and actions that I would take that would just sort of slow me down in my healing and, and, and slow me down in my in, in in being able to process and move on from the breakup. Um, and this way I feel like if I if I sort of articulate these for myself, the next time that I go through a breakup, you know, if if I do, hopefully I don't have to go through too many, but the next time that I do, I can sort of recognize and sense when I'm engaging in these self-poisoning kind of tactics, um, you know, that I think ultimately are there to, you know, I think ultimately those are those are happening because they are triggers, right, from my trauma. I'm engaging in these because I'm just, you know, this is just sort of like the mindset that I have. Um, but if I'm able to recognize them sooner, hopefully I'll be able to kind of catch them in the moment and say, okay, no, we're heading down a rabbit hole here. We're heading down this very dark path. Um, we need to head more towards this healing and moving forward. And so... Um, I'll also talk about, you know, I'll, I'll be answering that question too of like, how do I heal through my heartbreak? Before I get into today's episode, just a reminder, if you are feeling healing through love, please consider giving a five-star review. It really helps in just extending the reach of the podcast to anyone and everyone who needs this. If you're listening to this episode on Spotify, we have some fun polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can submit your answers for. I might be reading some of those on the podcast, who knows? But as always, you can reach out on social media at solidarity underscore media or head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to continue the conversation with me. Thanks. In most breakups that I've experienced, I'm usually the one who's getting broken up with. Oftentimes, the hardest breakups to kind of go through for me are the ones that sort of feel like a blindside, right? Like it's the ones where you know, I feel like the relationship is going really well. We're going in the in the right direction together. And then suddenly the person I'm with is like, oh, I don't I don't think I want to be with you ultimately. Um, and those ones really are just like, I feel like those ones are just like the worst to kind of get past because 
it, you think that things are good. You think that they're great. And then out of nowhere, you realize like, oh, I was standing alone on Love Island by myself. Um, and meanwhile, this person, you know, wasn't really feeling it. And ultimately, you know, there's a lot of reasons for, you know, why somebody ends a relationship, right? Like it's usually not all about me. Um, but as somebody who has a very kind of anxious attachment style, who has dealt with, uh, you know, a lot of abandonment issues, um, I'm the worst critic to myself. You know, I, I poison myself or I hurt myself more than anybody else could. And so I think that ends up being the thing that really stalls me in my healing um, to get past a, a, a breakup or the end of a relationship. Um, I'll just spend all of, so much time like really beating myself up, wanting to understand, you know, what is what is it that I, I did or I didn't do to like make this person happy? Like who else do I need, to, did I need to be in order to like be the ideal partner for them? All of these questions that just kind of run through my head. So then I'll engage in these actions that are an attempt to try to answer some of those questions but ultimately ends up just like poisoning and hurting myself even more than I originally intended. So some of the behaviors of, you know, self-poisoning that I do get stuck in, the first, social media stalking. Um, I know we've all done it. We've all like, we've social media stalked the hell out of our ex, you know, once once it's over. We want to know, we want to understand Um you know, how quickly are they moving on? Is it, was it somebody else that they were seeing? Um, are they talking about the breakup? Do they miss me? Right? Like, that's always a big question is like, does, does this person regret it? Like, do, did they, did they suddenly like wake up, realize that they made a horrible mistake and are now like sobbing on Instagram? Like, we're never going to see that, right? That's never going to be <laughs> um, the case. I mean, maybe sometimes if if that it if that happened to you where you went on your ex's, you know, social media and saw that they were sobbing over you, please let me know. Send me your stories. Um, but yeah, usually when I engage in that, I end up, you know, finding things that hurt me even more, right? I see that they don't really, they like outwardly, they um, don't really care and they're moving on with their lives and they're happy and they're, and the, all of those things are great. Um, but it, it's, it's, it starts to play out this narrative in my head that, um, you know, I'm not worthy or I'm the one that's like in, in this breakup alone right now. Um, they're not even upset about any of this, right? But in reality, that's not the case. Social media is one big lie after another. It's very easy to, to romanticize or glorify somebody's life and not know the true intricacies and emotions that they're actually going through. Chances are my ex is also upset and grieving and going through, you know, this heartbreak healing process for themselves. Um, but it might, it, it might look differently. I think from my perspective, being the one who's being broken up with, it's easy to jump to say and think, oh, he doesn't care. You know, he didn't, he didn't really like have any emotions for me. That's why he's not showing them now. But the reality is like, People are experiencing things behind the scenes that, you know, we're just not aware of and we, and we won't see on social media um, unless they, you know, <laughs> divulge their heart out on a podcast like myself. <laughs> so if I know, so if I see myself starting to engage in the social media stalking, I know that like, okay, hard stop. We got to reset. 
usually after a breakup, I'll try to just do like a full social media like pause, right? Like just kind of cleanse myself um, from screens and from, you know, other people's opinions and things like that. I feel like our phones and the algorithm are definitely listening to us because every time I go through a breakup, I'll suddenly start to see all these like reels and content about like just, you know, he like you're worthy and getting over your ex and blah, 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 and all of this stuff that is just like hitting home to my heartbreak um, that sometimes feels cathartic and sometimes can feel good, but other times it just continue like perpetuates this sadness or this like just again, self-poisoning, bringing and reliving my heartbreak over and over again. Um, so it's good to take like a nice little pause from social media, kind of get off my phone for a little bit. I like to just like get back to nature if I can like, if it's, you know, depending on the season, like go outside and just get some sunlight. Love the beach. The beach is like my healing environment for sure. Um, you know, getting by water, just something to just kind of like bring me back to myself um, and kind of just reset, re restart again. Um, another like self-poisoning pattern that I do. Um, so reaching out to my ex, right? Little, I don't know, um, messages, checking in, right? Seeing how you're doing. I think if your goal is to eventually get to friendship with your ex or get to like a, you know, just again, good standing or just like a mutual respectful place. I think down the line, you know, those interactions or those little messages and stuff like that are, are fine. But when it's like, I will do it like literally a week or so, days even after a breakup um, in an attempt to, you know, seem like I'm trying to be friends, right? Like seem like, you know, oh, this isn't, this isn't affecting me that bad. I'm cool. It's okay. But in reality, it's, it's me attempting to try to just reach out and talk to them again. Um, try to restart the connection. Maybe I can, maybe the second time I can get it right, you know? However, what that ends up doing is just creating this like false hope in my head of like, especially if they respond, right? And we're, we're, we're talking again, suddenly it's like, oh, wait, you know, this might happen. Um, when in reality, I end up just getting hurt even more because then now this person, I put this person in a position to really have to hone in and say, no, I'm done. Like it's over, moving on. And while sometimes that can provide a little bit of closure, right? Like, you know, for certain now, other times it just once again, puts you right back into your heartbreak, right back into this this downward trend, right? You went up thinking like, oh, they're responding, they're talking, they're talking, they're texting me back, like something could happen. And then boom, you're right back letting down, let that let down again occurs. And um, it can be devastating the second time around. So really trying not to do those little outreaches, even if it's, if I'm playing it off as like a check-in, um, you know, I'll, I'll send gifts, right? Like if I know, a birthday's coming up or they're, you know, they're upset. Maybe they recently lost somebody. Like I'll send flowers. I'll send all of these little gifts as a, as an attempt to try to, you know, stay present in their life in some way. And in reality, I just need to not do that. Right. Reward myself, gift myself, if anything. Um, it's not to say that you can't, still wish your ex well. Um, but in terms of like acting on that in some way, in some tangible way that, you know, 
that you're expecting a response from, um, that's never going to work out in your favor. Like it's just, it's every time it just puts me right back into my heartbreak, um, especially when their response or, you know, how they return on me offering that is not, you know, let's get back together, right? If that's not the ultimate answer, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. So I have to kind of stop myself in my tracks. I usually will block, delete numbers, delete and block numbers, right? Like not enough to just block them. Like I got to lose the number altogether. Um, We are thankfully now at an age where I don't memorize people's phone numbers anymore. So once I delete it and it's just off my phone, like there's no, you know, there are probably other ways that if I really wanted to contact them, I could, but it just takes that like one, it just adds more steps for me to have to do that. Um, So I'm less inclined to want to reach out if I just completely just, you know, um, remove their, their contact from my phone. Um, same thing on social media, you know, just, just blocking them. And it's not meant to be something like mean or, you know, I'm not trying to say that I hate you or anything. It's just, I know that if I don't do this, I'm going to be reaching out. I'm going to be checking in. I'm going to be stalking and all of that stuff. So I have to kind of set that really hard, clear boundary for myself. Um, and it's temporary most of the time. You know, a lot of my exes, I'll, I'll unblock them. Like I'll, you know, refriend them or whatever. But like I'm just not as as emotionally um, fixated on it to the point where like I'm checking it every day, right? Um, but in the moment, I know I need to like set these walls up for myself. So I'll do all of those things um, to kind of stop that sort of self-poisoning action. Another one, really berating myself, you know, for the relationship. Like I, (laughs) I will definitely get stuck in this whirlpool of why did I do this? And I never should have met them. I never should have gotten together with them. I'm so stupid for not seeing this or whatever, like really beating myself up for having chosen to love somebody. I think ultimately at the end of the day, that's all I did, right? I chose to, you know, really try to at least try to get to love with this person. Um, and I put, I invested a lot into the relationship and, you know, into trying to make a connection here. And so when it doesn't pan out um, in the way that I'm looking for, it sucks, right? Like you feel like you were cheated. You feel like, why did I do that? You know, that was that was a bad investment. Um, you have a lot of regrets. And I think what I want to turn to when I experience a breakup is really just, again, I, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, is what did I learn from this? Like, how can I still find value from this relationship, even though that, even though it ended or even though it didn't go the way that I wanted it to, you know, what is it that I can learn about myself going forward? What is it that I can see in the patterns or the types of relationships that I have that, you know, I can start to work on to get more, get closer to what it is that I want? Um, the best, you know, the best gift you can get is education, right? Like learning about yourself um, and learning about, you know, what it is that you want. I don't think that there's anything, any reason to be upset about that, you know, or feel like you're not gaining something from a, from a relationship and from even from a breakup as well. Um, I talked about in other episodes that, you know, this podcast was a result of 
you know, going through a breakup and then going through all of the healing process of that breakup. And this is, this is sort of what kind of birthed out of it. So there's always, you never, you you never know what the big picture is going to have for you on the other side of a breakup. Um, So you just have to do everything that you can to kind of get through it. And part of that is really examining your self-talk, really making sure that like, I'm not berating myself down to the point where like I have no energy willpower or desire to get through this breakup and then I just get stuck in it even longer right um so I usually um I I turn to a lot of like affirmation videos it's like the first thing that I listen to in the morning when I get up just sort of setting up my morning my day every single day to just be positive self-loving self-reflective throughout the day um that just makes, you know, the time that it takes to get past a relationship, it, it makes it that much faster, right? Because it's you're going to need time. And some some breakups take longer than others, unfortunately. But the more that we can kind of set ourselves up for day-to-day to just, you know, really put like our own self-value and self-worth at the forefront, I feel like that's the fastest way for me to get through it. So really <laughs> checking myself when I'm trying to wreck myself um, is, is a huge huge note. Um, and then the last sort of self-poisoning tactic that I do, jumping to the next relationship or the next hookup most of the time, right? Um, I hate the phrase of like, you know, trying to get over someone by trying to get under someone else. Like that's just ugh, ugh, uh, <laughs> cringy. Um, but we do it, right? Like I think ultimately the reason why I would jump to another relationship is to just try to feel good about myself again. Um, you know, usually I'm feeling like embarrassed and upset. I'm, I'm again, I'm going through this like berating of myself and just really feeling down. And so what better way to make myself feel sexy, confident and desirable again than by immediately hooking up with someone else. Um, and you know, when we think, when I think about it, it's like, I I would be if I knew that my ex like immediately was jumping into bed with somebody else like that would kind of really make me like feel icky and like real like one really upset but then just like really icky about their character to be like for them to just do that um and I definitely feel the same way about myself like if I decide to do that it's it's me saying I don't want to do the work right now I just want to move on to the next thing um that's never the that's never the sort of attitude that's going to help you really get past a breakup because at the end of the day um you know you're still hurting over this other person um you still that pain is still going to be with you um no matter you know how quickly you move on and um you can't ever really f- officially move on to another relationship until you've like taken the time to process and and you know heal from the first one and you end up hurting you couldn't potentially end up hurting the next person that you're with because you're not fully you know fully there um i've definitely i've shared before you know a lot of the time i've been the rebound um in my relationships where the guy that i'm with was just came out of something and he's sort of using me to get past his breakup. And I think, you know, sometimes if if it's if there's good communication with the person that you're hooking up with or, or just a good understanding with them that like, hey, I just got out of something and I just need to, you know, 
I, I want to feel desirable again. So, uh, you know, can we, can we make this a little bit more fun, casual, just sex? You know, if you're clear about that, then I think that there is opportunity for those instances, so those situationships to be a benefit towards getting over your ex. Um, but for me, I just know that like, I, I just don't feel good about it afterwards. Sex holds a lot of emotional weight for me. And so I will end up like usually, you know, my situationship, I'm going to try to make it my next relationship. And then that, you know, that doesn't, that's another heartbreak, right? I'm just repeating, you know, my heartbreak over and over again. Um, so I like to just take my time. I, um, I usually just do like a long no dating, no, like no apps, like no, not talking to anybody else, really just being with myself again, resetting, re, 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 reevaluating what it is that I want. Um, and examining, you know, why, why the relationship didn't work out. What am I feeling? How, you know, really asking myself, like, how can I heal in this moment? Um, so yeah, definitely don't recommend immediately jumping into another relationship after your first one has not finished. Um, so then, yeah, that question comes up, right? So that question of how do I heal from my heartbreak? So these are some things that I, I typically do um, to try to move forward um, after a relationship ends. So the first thing, no contact, like I shared, blocking, um, you know, even even if I see them in person, right? Like, limiting the amount of conversation that I have. Um, I know everybody's circumstance is different. You know, maybe you have a child with this person. Maybe you work with them. Like maybe there's not really um, a way for you to completely, you know, cut off the contact. Um, but for me, if I have that opportunity and I know that like I just need this in order to move forward, like I will certainly just fully hard stop um, any sort of contact with my ex um, still try to be as polite and, you know, considerate as I can. It's not, again, it's not any kind of ill intention or I'm not trying to be mean or hurtful. It's literally just, I, it, like, I need to cleanse myself of, of our relationship. And that means that I have to kind of put a boundary up and just, you know, have no contact for a while. Um, and also being able to respect, you know, my ex's no contact rule, right? Like there are some some breakups that maybe aren't as difficult to get past and I'm good to just, you know, keep chatting with the person if they'd like. Um, but sometimes, or, or, you know, maybe I get to a point of like healing in the relationship where, you know, yeah, I could try to be friends. Um, but if I reach out and like an ex is clearly, you know, clearly responding with, or maybe not responding, but clearly showing me that they are not ready yet to continue or be in contact with me, um, learning to just really respect that and say, okay, yep, we'll, we'll stay, we'll keep, we'll keep this wall up. We won't continue to communicate. Um, it sucks, but you know, I fully respect and understand everybody's needs are different. Right. And sometimes, you know, the healing process, depending on where you are in your healing process, you know, our windows of when we're good to kind of contact each other don't line up. Um, and so we just kind of have to respect that. So another way that I really try to heal from my heartbreak, really feeling every single emotion that arises, right? Like no judgment or trying to hold anything back, whatever sort of comes up, like really actually like sitting with it and feeling it. Um, 
I, I'm a very active person. I tend to kind of turn towards like physical, you know, responses to my emotions, right? Like I need to work out. I need to like hit a bunch, hit a bag or something like that. Right. Um, and I'm not actually, while those, those can be helpful and while those can be great, it's not actually like me sitting with my feelings and actually like, like, crying my eyes out, screaming in, into my, you know, pillow or something or doing what I need to do to really feel and understand what um what is it what is it that I'm experiencing right now? Why why do I still feel this sadness? Like what what is it that triggered it, right? Like it could be that I heard a song or something or a phrase that just reminded me of my ex and then all of a sudden these feelings are coming back up again, right? Um, or, you know, you get back on social media and you see a post or something that just like really brings about all of these emotions. So what are some things that I can do to catch myself in the moment, not try to like cope and push it down, but really sit and feel with it. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of like breathing techniques. Um, and, um, I think one of the things that I learned through the book, um, the body keeps the score, understanding like where it, like these emotions physically lie in my body and like putting my hand there, breathing into that spot, um, really, really just allowing myself to feel whatever's coming up and not, again, not judging it. I think there's so many times where I get mad at myself for still feeling upset, you know, like, why am I not past this? Why am I still obsessing over this person? You know, like, why, why can't I just like let it go and move on and be chill and be cool? You know, again, there's that comparing to of, of myself to my ex, right? Like he's, he's just so chill about all of this. Like, why can't I be that way too? Um, a lot of times that, that slows me down because I'm not allowing myself to just feel whatever it is I'm feeling. I'm judging it and I'm criticizing it. And that just makes me feel even more emotional and feel stuck even further. So really allowing myself to feel every emotion that kind of comes up. Yeah. Letting it pass or come move through me in the way that it, it needs to without any kind of hindrances or, you know, that judgment, that criticism, that crit or that um, critic voice kind of coming in. Um, and on that note, you know, another thing for really healing my heartbreak is examining and adjusting that self-talk again, right? Like I talked about the affirmations that I do in the morning, you know, I think when we're in a breakup, that is the time where we are just like the hardest on ourselves. And that critic voice really comes forward as a way of, um, as a, as a slight form of self-protection, right? Like I'm really gonna beat this into myself so I don't ever do this again, right? Like that's always the goal. I'm never gonna date these types of guys again. I'm never gonna be in these kind of relationships because I don't ever wanna feel like this. Um, but the reality is like, that's not always possible, right? Like you don't know how a relationship is gonna unfold. Ideally, I try to go into every um, interaction as like with a positive mindset that this is gonna come out, you know, in a loving way. Um, but if it doesn't, you know, I can at least be in control of how I'm talking to myself about, you know, moving forward from it. And yeah, if if you are your worst if you are your harshest critic 
in a breakup, um, you're just, I'm never, I know that I will never be able to get past it unless I speak to myself with compassion, with care, with understanding, right? Like if I, I, I try to imagine myself, like if I was my best friend and I was going through a breakup, I wouldn't be like, you're an idiot and you're this or whatever. Like I would be as caring and, you know, just kind of, you know, as, as caring and empathetic as I can be and just like really, um, supportive, right? And so finding that sort of supportive voice for myself, um, that has been like the greatest path towards like really healing and really getting past my heartbreak. Um, a lot of the triggers that I'm experiencing from a breakup usually tie back to inner child stuff, right? Like the, that sort of childhood trauma. Um, and even, you know, how I speak to that, you know, inner little Olivia, right? Like I wouldn't want um, anybody screaming at like my young, small niece or our nephew. Um, so why would I have that same voice with myself, with the inner child within me that is clearly hurting and feel and reliving, um, her trauma from this breakup. And on that note, finding your circles of support, right? Like that's huge when going through a breakup. I cannot, cannot express how grateful and thankful I am for, all of my my friends, the family, like the coworkers, everybody like around me who, you know, when I whenever I went through a breakup was just there, you know, worked out with me, like cried with me, you know, took me out, bought me some pizza and prosecco, and like really, ch- you know, just talked it out. Um, those are like those that that system of support, that circle of support. It's just the best thing that you can have during a breakup. And it doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to be, you know, everybody in your life. But like finding those core close connections and friendships um, that you can reach out to and and share and express like I'm going through something right now. I'm really hurting. I could use your support. Um, shout out to my friend Chelsea, who I um so when I went through my last breakup, um, the person that I was with, I, I would see them regularly at this one location. And so I told myself I need to like have an accountability partner with this, right? Because otherwise, like I'm going to try to reach out to him. I'm going to try to talk to him. I'm going to like try to engage with him. And so I messaged Chelsea and I said, hey, um, I'm getting ready to go to this place. Every time I go, is it okay if I just like text you and say, I'm going here and I'm focusing on me and I just, you know, I just need that like positive kind of motivational like support. And she immediately was like, yes, hit me up anytime. I can be your, your inner voice to just say, you got this, you're good, you know, stay, stay focused on you. Um, and it was great. It was, it was so helpful. And I found that like, I didn't, I didn't need her after a while, you know, like it was, it was, it was, um, it was a, just a good support in the beginning, the early stages of the breakup where I was like, I know the second I see this person, like all these emotions are going to come up. Um, but to just sort of know that like she was in my corner and like she's just looking out for me. And if I if I there were some days where I slip up and I say something to him and, you know, I regret it afterwards, there was no judgment from her. It's like, you know, that happens like we all go through it. You just keep moving and keep, you know, keep chugging along, focus on you. It just made the time through the breakup like just so much more enjoyable, so much more valuable too, um, because asking for help is like so challenging for me. <laughs> like it's something that I've struggled with for a very long time. So it felt like really big growth to say, Hey, I could really use your help right now. I'm really going through, through this. Um, 
everybody's going through something in their lives, but if you, if you as an individual really need to reach out and ask for support, do it. Like that has just been the biggest lesson for myself this past year is knowing when to seek out support. And I think that's part of, um, it's part of why I joined, um, Gloria Zhang's, um, soulmate program, um, to really just examine the inner child's, um, traumas and connections. It's why I joined the matchmaking service, right? I needed help in dating and I needed help in finding that ideal partnership. Um, and so I sought out professionals, right? Um, and so it's the same thing even going through a breakup. You sometimes need these outside voices and sources that can provide you with insight or perspective that you in in this very dark, you know, sad place, you know, you're not able to really see the light, right? And so um, you just need those little light keepers on the outside to just say, hey, you got it. Keep going. Keep going. We're over here, right? Um, so find the, find your circle of support, reach out, ask for help, get a little, you know, break up accountability buddy. Um, and as always, like be your biggest, um, supporter as well to like have that compassionate voice for yourself. Um, and then, um, you know, another thing that really helped me during breakups is understanding that there are going to be slips, right? There's going to be times where I fall back into these self-poisoning habits. And um, again, in line with that positive self-talk, really just not beating myself up for those moments where I slip back. Maybe I, maybe I check his social media. Maybe I send him a text message or whatever. Um, you know, just catching myself in the moment and getting the momentum back towards, you know, really healing and really moving on. Um, but understanding that those, those slips are just going to happen, right? Like it's, it's inevitable. You've built a very close connection with somebody, you know, you had all these hopes and dreams. It's not going to happen overnight that like you just, you know, never existed, right? Like going from 100 to zero is really hard, but you can't really avoid those bumps in the road if you're just completely refusing to acknowledge that they're there, right? You have to understand like those are going to come up. Um, so whatever I need to do to just like prepare, you know, have my, have my circle ready, have my affirmation video on deck, you know, like immediately go and journal, whatever it is to just kind of get yourself back in that momentum towards your healing. And the last thing I'll say is really take your time, take your time with this. Um, I, I get to a point of just wanting so badly to get to the other side of a, of a relationship that I will fall into these sort of self-poisoning things to just try to end the pain, right? Like that's ultimately why we, you know, we do those behaviors because we just, we don't want to feel this heartache that we're feeling. And I know it sucks. And I know it's like, I can't give you like a press this button and it's, it, and it's over. It's, it, there's no easy way around it. We really just have to take the time, the space, um, and the, you know, commitment to really invest and work on our healing because on the other side of this heartbreak is truly just the best life, the best things that come, the best things are going to come out of your greatest struggles. Um, and I, I, I see that. I see that for myself time and time again throughout many different um, obstacles that I experience in my life. But when I'm in it, it's so freaking hard to remember like, okay, if I just get to the other side of this, I'm good. Um, and I actually want to like play something for you guys. So 
Um, another thing that I would do to kind of help me heal through my heartbreak um, in trying to adjust sort of my self-talk is I would do these little voice memos for myself, right? Like when I was really feeling down, I would record myself just trying to, you know, talk myself out of, um, um, you know, feeling so down on, on myself. I would record these voice memos to really sort of be um, this friendly voice of support, like when I was really feeling down on myself or really just like in a in a sadness from my heartbreak. And so whenever I would feel that, I'd just play these these memos and it would just kind of help bring me back, you know, to um, remembering, you know, I'm on this journey and I just have to get to the other side, right? Um, so I'm going to play a little voice memo from um, from last year um, when I was kind of going through a pretty challenging breakup. Um, and yeah, it's it's crazy to hear how far, you know, we've come from those things on the other side of it. So you are an amazing, wonderful woman who is worthy of just the greatest, most incredible love. <laughs> And it will come to you, but just keep going in these moments. Keep going. Feel the pain. Let's cry together and we'll get through this. But just keep going and and be ready. Stay loving. Stay open. Be ready. Wow. Um, oh man. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I think I was like in the fetal position on the floor of my bathroom, you know, and like, I just needed something, some kind of voice to like pull me out of that, you know? Oh, and it's, who it's tough hearing that it's tough. Um, kind of reliving, you know, that moment, but I feel so much like warmer now listening to that because I'm so thankful and grateful that that voice was there and it was there within me. You know, I'm so grateful that like I could be there for myself in that like darkest moments, you know, um, because for so long, like I just felt so alone. I felt like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, it would take it literally, you know, I'll, I'll talk about this in another episode, but my very, the heartbreak that I experienced from my first love was like the hardest thing that I've ever been through in my life. And I, it literally took moving from one state to another to finally start to get past, um, get past him. And, um, even then, you know, I still just, I had so much, insecurity and doubt and fear and it just feels so great to know that I'm now at a point where even if I'm going through a heartbreak like that I can still be there for myself I can still um, find that voice and that willpower to really just keep going and now like now I'm like I'm so grateful for every breakup that I've been through like literally like my life would not be where it is today um, if I hadn't gone through those breakups, if I wasn't still, you know, with that person or, you know, chasing that relationship, like I wouldn't have the things that I have. Um, I wouldn't, you know, have made the connections that I've made. Like 
all of it is, is there's truly just so much value um, from both the relationships that I've had and the breakups. So I really hope that, you know, if anybody who's listening to this, if you're going through a breakup right now, um, I feel you, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, I'm so sorry that you're in it, but please keep going. Please, you know, do, do whatever you need to do to make it to tomorrow. Um, try to pull yourself out of, out of the depths just a little bit more each day. Take your time, feel everything that's coming up. Um, reach out, ask for support. As always, you can um, find me at Solidarity underscore media on Instagram. Um, you can also head to SolidarityMediaProductions.com to send me anything, any any feedback, any responses, questions, concerns. Um, and let's just keep going on this journey together. You know, let's continue healing through love, healing through patience, healing through compassion and care for ourselves first and always. Thanks, everybody.